Hi, this is David. Welcome to the Stream of David. Today's episode is going to be a departure from what we normally do. Though I've been doing these podcasts now for several months, and I've been interacting with many of you via email and on our Instagram page, and in answering your questions, I can get into my meditative state rather easily and provide stream-connected guidance to all of you. But I have yet to sit down in a live setting with another person and allow the stream to converse. I felt like this was something I needed to work my way to. I've referred to Esther Hicks as the Beyonce of channeling many times because of her ability to stand on stage for hours and converse with people in her meditative Abraham state and carry on what seems like a very normal conversation. For me, when I receive the stream, I'm getting downloads of thought, I'm sure much like Esther is, but it still takes me a moment to process it before I speak it. And though this is something that I'm doing unconsciously, I'm very aware that there's a delay, at least at this time, in simply having a normal conversation and and answering questions. And I realize the only way that I'm going to get better at it is by doing it. And I've started offering Skypes and telephone calls with some of you to have a conversation because I'm realizing that I can provide the stream's guidance, but there are always follow-up questions. And the back and forth, the conversation that occurs actually draws a lot of very valuable information from the stream and essentially creates new thought. I'm also in the process of planning some small live workshops in the Bay Area in February and March, most likely on Saturdays. And I'm in the midst right now of gathering those of you who are in the Bay Area who are interested in attending such an event and nailing those down and putting those together. And this is something that I'm doing at no charge to anyone. I will not ask you for money for anything because I want the stream, first of all, to be shared with the world, anyone who's interested in it. I feel like it's a gift that I have received for a reason, and I very much desire to interact with anyone who is interested in this type of interaction. And I feel my ability to channel live improving dramatically the more I do it, the more I allow it. So if you live in the Bay Area and you're interested in attending one of these events, you may email me at david at thestreamofdavid.com or you can direct message me on Instagram at the Stream of David page. And I will work on getting something set up. And if you're not in the Bay Area and you're interested in perhaps doing a Skype or telephone call, let me know. Uh, you can contact me via those same methods as well. And I will do as much and as many of them as I can. And if we can't speak or Skype in person, I will certainly do my best to answer your emails as I always do. Those of you that listen to these podcasts regularly may be aware that I am serving as the guardian of a 17-year-old family member who suffered abuse in her home. And she has been struggling to overcome what happened to her. I recently asked her if she was interested in sitting down and discussing it with the stream. And it turns out she was very interested in that. She was afraid to ask. I was very glad that I offered. So I sat down to speak with her and she asked if we were going to record it. And I agreed to record it. And then she asked if we could share the recordings either on the YouTube channel or perhaps on a podcast 
And her desire was very much to allow her story to help others in her same situation. So we did meet. We recorded it. The sound quality is a little rough. There is more background noise because it was a very casual environment. And I did not take the normal steps to silence the room as I do when I record these podcasts because I really wasn't expecting to record it at all. But it is her desire that we share this. And with all of the sexual abuse that is surfacing in the news these days, I think it's a very timely topic always, but uh, certainly even more at this time. So I will warn you that I am going to share a recording uh, between the stream and a 17-year-old family member who suffered sexual abuse as a child throughout her childhood. Uh, It's not terribly graphic, but some of you may find it disturbing and too much to listen to. And if you think that's the case, you may want to turn this podcast off now. But our intention, mine, Tatiana's, and the stream, is to share this in hopes that their advice and her story may bring comfort and perhaps even help others who have suffered similar abuse. So I'm going to pause and take a quick break, and when we return, you will be hearing the recording between Tatiana and the stream. We are here. We are here to speak with you about the things that have happened in your life, the things that have happened that you struggle to deal with. It's up to you what you share. There is awareness on our end. Well, to start off, my name is Tatiana. As you may heard from the other recordings you heard. And I've been dealing with PTSD, which is a post-stress traumatic disorder. I've been dealing with this disorder since I was five years old, and I'm about to be 17. And that disorder was caused by my own brother. I have three, but one of them raped me ever since I was small. And that stayed with me throughout my childhood and my teenage years. And I've been struggling with this since for so long. I've been having so much anxiety. I was, wasn't very comfortable around any, any male. Like any kind of age, I was, was not comfortable. I was scared and I just hide myself from society because I was scared that it would happen to me again. Is there anything else that you would like to share? That's pretty much it. That's based on what I'm struggling with. That I've been trying to find help and to get myself together. And they're helping me a bit. And not completely yet. So it is important that you understand that 
the things that were done to you were a vibrational match. That does not mean that you invited it directly. It does not mean that you deserved it. And it certainly does not mean that you need to continue to feel guilt over it. The reason that we started with that statement, as difficult as it is to hear, is because if you played a role, even unknowingly, in the attraction of such a horrific event, you then have the power to stop any future event of that nature. We do not like to go back. We like to look forward. However, it's important in your healing process that you go back just a bit and understand why your brother did this to you. Anytime someone seeks to take advantage of another, they are coming from their own place of hurt, their own pain, and their own fear. They take advantage because it makes them feel powerful. Your brother had his own experiences of like nature, which caused him to shut down his ability to be empathetic in regard to this circumstance and caused him to want to inflict upon another what was inflicted upon him to ease his own suffering. The only reason we're sharing that with you is so that you understand that he did not do this out of hatred for you. He did seek to harm you. He was aware of what he was doing, but he drowned out that reasoning that most people have that you do not want to harm another. Anytime someone harms another, they turn this, that reasoning down. And it's because they are feeling such intense pain that they wish to ease that pain. It is indeed a selfish act, but that was the place that he was coming from. Now that you understand where he was coming from, perhaps that will help you forgive him for what he did. And please know that you are not forgiving him to let him off the hook or forgiving him so that you can move on your, with your relationship with him. You do not have to have a relationship with him. That is your choice. You are forgiving him so that you can move on. For when you forgive another, you are actually forgiving yourself. Deep down, everyone understands the law of attraction. Everyone understands that they do play a role in attracting the things that happen to them, including the negative things that happen. And again, this is not because as a child you wanted this or you deserved this. It's something due to your fear at the time that you became a vibrational match to. When you were very young, you were very much like a thirsty sponge. You were taking in the world around you from everything and everyone. The reason that babies are so adorable is by design. 
they are adorable so that people will be attracted to them. And they are attracting all of these different people in all of these different circumstances because they are so adorable and they are drinking in information from all of these people that are surrounding them. That's how you learn to function in your new body and that's how you learn to live in your world. So as a child, you're drinking in all of this information and sometimes, very often, a large part of that information is fear. You learn to be afraid of things, to be afraid of the boogeyman, to be afraid of people that uh, wish to harm you. You know, little children are always afraid of the dark and afraid of what's under their bed and afraid of what's hiding behind the curtain in their room. This is a learned behavior. This is a learned emotion because all of this fear, they are actually absorbing this fear from the people that are around them. And your fear can actually attract things to be fearful of and can actually attract negative events. This is normal. This happens with everyone. But to some children, it happens to a greater degree. And when you were very small, you absorbed a lot of fear-based thinking from people that were around you. And your fears actually aided the manifestation of, the, of these acts. Again, this wasn't something that's your fault. This isn't something that you deserved in any way. There's nothing like that going on. It's simply something that happened. And we always say that you come and manifest in this life and you place obstacles in your paths. Sometimes we say for the joy of overcoming them, but really we are being kind when we say that. It is for the strength that it gives you for the expansion of your soul. Tatiana, you have lived many lives. Your soul has manifested again and again in human form. And you have eternally overcome acts such as this. Now, you are not carrying that from one life to the next. That's not really the way things work. But please know that you have overcome this. You are a very strong soul and that you came. And one of the reasons that you place obstacles in your path was to continue that strengthening of your soul. This is not something that you invited. It's not something that you desired. But it is something that you can overcome. It's something that you can first forgive your brother for. It is something that you can forgive yourself for. It is something that you can move on from. You have the ability to work your way completely out of your post-traumatic stress disorder and live a very happy, productive life, understanding that you have had the strength to overcome this to this point that you will continue to evolve and overcome it and that you will be so strong moving ahead that things of this nature will not cross your path again. But this knowledge is your choice. You don't have to choose that. There are people that keep themselves locked in these past manifestations, these past unwanted manifestations and keep them in a recurring cycle like the woman who marries the abusive man and gets divorced only to marry another abusive man. You've likely heard stories like this because they keep themselves in that cycle. Part of them thinks that they deserve such treatment and therefore they keep attracting it to them or perhaps they fear it so much that they end up attracting that to them. Do you understand that, that whatever you're thinking about, you're attracting, whether you're thinking that you want it or you think that you don't want it. 
Yes, I do. Okay, that's that's a very important step because a lot of people think, gosh, I would have never attracted that. What do you mean that I attracted this this horrible thing that happened to me? I wouldn't have attracted that. And it's hard to hear that you attracted it because then you start beating yourself up a little bit thinking that this was partially my fault. We hope that we have adequately explained as a small child being a sponge that you absorb all of these things and therefore you start attracting all of these things. And that is actually by design. You are actually designed to absorb all of this information from all of these people gathering around you. And you are designed to attract both positive and negative. There is polarity in this universe and every single living thing attracts both positive and negative. And human beings have a superior ability to create, superior to that of animals. This is why you can create things that animals cannot create. In your superior ability to create, you can go to further extremes, both positively and negatively. Animals do not harm one another the way humans harm one another. Yes, animals will kill and eat one another, but they will not emotionally harm one another the way that humans do. And that's what separates humans from the animals. You can build houses, you can build airplanes, you can build cities, all of these magnificent things. Your expansion drives the expansion of the universe. It truly does. But the contrast of that is that you can also do horrific things to one another. And in the overcoming of these things, you gain strength. And you will be a stronger person because you overcame this. Not because it happened to you, but because it happened to you and you were able to move beyond it. But you've got to, to place yourself there. There is no therapist. There is no drug. There is no substance. Uh, and there is no channel that's going to help you do that other than guiding you the way we are right now to you helping yourself. You've got to be able to help yourself. And this self-loathing that we are very aware of that resides in you, not always, but on this topic and rooted in this topic, is something that you can extinguish. You have to, for yourself, if you so desire, forgive your brother, forgive yourself, and simply set the intention to move on from it. And this is something that you've been holding on to for many, many years. So we can sit today and you can set that intention and you will feel better today. But if you don't continue the work, you're going to fall back into your old habits because it's a train of thought. It's a belief at this point. Releasing beliefs can happen much quicker than establishing the belief, but a belief that you've held on to for a long, long time is going to take some work on your part to move away from. What questions do you have? At this point, I don't have any questions. <clears throat> I definitely agree with what you're saying. And yeah, I've tried many things and done many things to forget what had happened to me ever since I was small. But 
then I figure out that none of the stuff are actually helping me at all. But at this point in my life, I made a couple friends and they're guys and they're very wonderful to me. And they're very caring, they're very supportive. And they know about my past. They're there for me emotionally. And I really appreciate it because I've been meeting guys that have the same characteristic, but end up being horrible at the end. But these guys, I can tell that they're not like that. They care for others just like they care for themselves. And that's what I really appreciate. It makes me really happy. It makes me safe. So do you see that you're coming here and meeting these new friends was a positive vibrational match for you? Yes. This was something that you manifested out of your desire to heal, to trust males again, the right males, and to be able to pick up and move on with your life. So that is a very positive manifestation that you have created for yourself. A huge step forward. Yeah, I find that really... It surprised me also, like how other people are surprised when they hear my story. Because, like, people be, like, I remember once there was this one person that told me, because I told them my story, and they said, I would have killed myself if that ever happened. Since that stayed with me, I would have done it. But to myself, I thought, what would I do that? I know it's going to be with me for so long, but I can overcome it. And plus, I've been put into this life, to the life to the fullest. Experience new things, bad, good. And anytime, anywhere, that's how life is. And which I'm really happy that I never had those thoughts of like getting close onto killing myself after that event happened to me. You have brought up a very good point in regard to perspective. The individual experiencing something is always experiencing it from their own perspective. And when you look at another and you see them in pain, you hear about something horrific happening to them, you are viewing that incident from your own perspective. And when you see horrific stories of things happening to other people, you often feel pity. And pity, at its root, is actually your desire for that very thing not to happen to you. And when these horrific acts are occurring, the perspective of the one that is involved is actually very different than the one that is viewing it after the fact or hearing about it after the fact. And your friend in saying that, she mm -hmm. was not considering your perspective. We appreciate her honesty and her opinion. Mm -hmm. But the truth is that you did have an inner strength that carried you through those horrific acts. And even though you endured them, you survived them. And even though... You, on occasion, beat yourself up about it, thinking that it was somehow your fault, that somehow you were a co-conspirator beyond just 
the attraction of the negative situation, mm-hmm. you do not let yourself go to that place of suicide, mm-hmm. which is good. That is a sign of healing and your strong desire to heal yourself. You have thought about it from time to time, but not seriously. Mm-hmm. You have harmed yourself from time to time. Yes, I have. But not gravely. The harming yourself was rooted in your desire to ease your pain more than your desire to harm yourself. The self-harm was much like using a substance to numb the pain that you were feeling. But you have since come to realize that you can deal with these things more than you did in the beginning. Mm-hmm. That you can process and work through these things in your mind and heal yourself emotionally without harming yourself. The key now is a daily practice of self-forgiveness. You need to continue to forgive yourself until you no longer blame yourself. Until you no longer feel any residual anger. Until you move up the vibrational spiral to a more positive place. It is our promise to you that you will come to a place where you have truly forgiven your brother. You have truly forgiven yourself. You can look back at those experiences. And they will not have the level of pain from your then-day perspective that they do at this moment. You will look back and see these events as something that you overcame. You will feel your strength. You will know your power. You will know that it's something that Though you did not wish for it to happen, it did. That you found the strength within yourself to overcome it. And that you never need attract anything like that into your life again. Do you feel that you can reach that place? Yes, I do. I know I can. Soon, but at this moment, it will be a process. But soon I will. It will indeed be a process. Mm-hmm. And you may even need to take the steps of setting a reminder in your mobile device to take time and meditate, quiet your mind, if only for a moment, to feel your vibration rise, to feel positive energy move through you, And when you are in this positive space that you always have access to, your intentions can be established. And moving forward, you can meditate in a positive direction, feeling your power of overcoming it, feeling the power of the forgiveness that you've already established, And feeling the power that you are only going to attract the things that you want 
that you have control over your life, that you can establish this very positive, powerful energy anytime, and you should spend time reveling in it every day. And soon, very soon, as soon as the same day you start, you will begin to experience a more positive world and you will see your life change for the better. You will always have obstacles in your path, but they do not need to be of this nature. Maintaining your connection will ensure that when obstacles do arrive, that you can overcome them with ease and that you do not fear your obstacles, that you do not fear anything. Because once you have worked through this, and it will not take long at all, you will understand that you can overcome anything, that you are very powerful, and that you need not ever attract anything like this again. So that is your mission. And it is a simple one. You have all the tools that you need to accomplish it. Positive focus is far more powerful than negative focus. You have moved through your anger for the most part. Anything else? No, at this moment there isn't. Okay. We can revisit this again if we need to. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Tatiana. Hi, everyone. This is David. I just finished listening to the recording. There are a few things that I would like to add to this. One is that after we stopped recording uh, and I was out of my meditative state, uh, Tatiana and I discussed the vibrational spiral quite a bit. And the fact that there are going to continue to be times that she's going to feel herself spiraling down when she thinks about what happened to her and when she, perhaps when she thinks about her brother and things like that. And we talked about the techniques that were described in detail on the podcast regarding the vibrational spiral of how to stop and reverse these downward spirals and how to work your way up, as well as the different vibrations of negative emotion. I will also say, as I have said many times before, I am not a licensed therapist. I am not trained in therapy at all. But in these sessions, I am channeling the eternal wisdom of source energy. And for those of you who believe in this and who are seeking this type of information, I hope that this session was helpful. But please know that if you are suffering from any type of condition, physical or mental, and you feel the need to seek professional help, that that is absolutely what you should do. And I will tell you that Tatiana does go to counseling, and I met with her counselor early on. And beyond that, I have stayed out of it. I really want her relationship with her counselor to be her decision, her choice of path. The reason that I met with the counselor was, first of all, the counselor requested it. But secondly, I did want to meet with her. I am extremely intuitive toward the energy of those that I meet. And I certainly got a good impression, a good vibe from this counselor. 
and I'm allowing that to progress. I, I really think it's none of my business. It's really between the counselor and Tatiana. I am simply offering a supplement, and I sense the need from Tatiana to have a deeper conversation with perhaps some different perspective than what she's getting in counseling. So just like with anyone else that I encounter, Tatiana's path will be her own, will be her own choice. And at 17, she's very mature for her age. I am confident that she is going to make good choices. She obviously has done a lot to overcome what has happened to her, including her manifestation of moving here. And I'm very impressed with the type of friends that she has surrounded herself with. And the final thing that I would like to share about the recording that you just listened to is that I understand when speaking of a child being raped, that it can be extremely difficult to hear anyone, including channeled source energy, proclaim that the victim played a role in what occurred. But I hope that you understand that the attraction of these horrific events by a child is certainly not something that they desired, something that they wished for, and absolutely not something they, what we would call, deserved. That the attraction of horrific events, especially by a child, are often rooted in fear. And the reason that the stream shares this is as a reminder that when new beings project into human form, they are very much open to all of the information surrounding them. And anyone who has ever been around small children understands that they do absorb fear very easily. The stream used the boogeyman or the person hiding under the bed as an example. And I can tell you that I remember being a small child, having never had anything terribly traumatic happen to me, especially up until the age of six. But I recall irrational fear. I recall going into the bathroom being afraid of what was behind the shower curtain. I have no idea where that fear came from. But I do recall it. To me at that time, it was very real. So I hope that there is understanding of how fear can attract unwanted things and how instilling fear in a child, even if not intentionally, can have adverse effects. And the other very valuable point that was made, in my opinion, was the guilt that is often felt by the victims of such horrific acts. There is obviously awareness of the co-creative nature of our universe within everyone. And I believe the point that the stream made was that though indeed everything is a vibrational match that occurs in the universe, there is certainly no need to blame yourself when you're a victim. So forgiveness is very important. Forgiveness of the one who abused you for your own good, for your own sake, and forgiveness of yourself for any feelings that you may have that you were party to the creation of the event or that you deserved it in some way. And in this case, obviously forgiveness is a tool to assist you in moving on from what happened to you. And holding on to any negative emotion regarding events such as these will simply keep it active in your vibration. And as the stream said, perhaps make it more likely that something of like nature could occur again. And certainly the goal of this podcast, of the meeting between Tatiana and the stream, and my intention 
is for anyone who is listening, who has had similar experiences, to be able to heal and move on. Move on from feeling victimized. Move on from the fear of it occurring again. And move on from the resentment, the anger, or even the rage that you may feel toward yourself or toward the ones who harmed you. And it is my intention also for all of those that are listening to understand how important perspective is when viewing or hearing about these type of things happening to another. That we are truly not doing them any favors with our pity or saying things like, I would have killed myself if that happened to me. Because the truth is, we do not know how we will react to something like this until it happens to us. And I have learned through my life experience and through channeling the stream that we are all far more powerful than we realize. That we have all lived and died over many lifetimes. That we have all overcome great obstacles. And in the overcoming of every obstacle, we gain strength, we expand, and that we contribute to the expansion of the universe. That is the most important lesson that I have learned from the stream. And yes, indeed, I am human just like you, and I must remind myself of these things frequently. Though today's topic was a bit disturbing for many, I'm sure, I hope that you found comfort in the message. And if you've been the victim of such horrific acts, that you perhaps find healing in the stream's message and find the tool of the vibrational spiral useful. In next week's episode, we are going to return to the normal format, and we will be discussing a lighter topic on discovering your purpose. As I stated at the beginning of the podcast, if you live in the Bay Area and you would like to attend one of these live workshop events, please email me at david at streamofdavid.com or direct message me on the Instagram page, which is the Stream of David. And if you have questions or comments or suggestions and you would like to share that with me directly, you may use those same mediums. And I would like to remind you all that there is a blog. If you go to the website and you click on the episode title and scroll to the bottom, there is a place to post to the blog. It's not that easy to find and the blog is not very active at all at this point. But if you would like to blog and share information and actually interact with one another, I think that would be a very good way to do that. And thanks to all of you who have taken time to rate and review this podcast. And if you have not already done so, I ask that you please do, especially if you are listening on iTunes or through Google Play, which are our most popular mediums. I have lots of downloads, but not a lot of reviews. And the reviews help us get discovered by other people who are looking for this type of information. And thank you for following on social media, especially on Instagram. We passed 10,000 followers on Instagram this past week. So thank you all for that. And thank you for listening today. And thanks to Tatiana for sharing her story with all of us. 